Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome everyone to the men's room and myself, Adiola Oladipo, my sidekick, the great Rory Jennings. Uh, this series is sponsored and we're lucky for it to be sponsored by Movember, which means we're happy to have conversations with most people might feel difficult, but that's what we do on the men's room. I just want to welcome in a former Chelsea defender, get the smile in, talks presenter Jason Cundy. You Cundy. guys, what's not to love? It is. It? Oh, yeah, thanks no. so much no, for coming on. Thank you for We're humbled me. for you to oh, join thanks us. Thanks for inviting me, boys. Yeah, and we're going to talk about a difficult conversation <clears throat> today. One that I think... Some people avoid just because it is a tough conversation to have. And that's the C word, cancer. Um, Jace, let's discuss it from your own standpoint first before we kind of open it up. Um, you had testicular cancer, apologies, did. didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to us about that time frame, when and how. So it was quite bizarre. So I, I just finished training. I was at Ipswich at the time, come home, and I was watching EastEnders. And like most blokes, I just had to be sitting in a pair of baggy shorts, <laughs> have my hands down my shorts, right? And as I'm just sitting there, just kind of, you know, doing what men do, I'm like, that don't feel right. There's, there's something there. So one, one ball was noticeably bigger and heavier. Like it, there was a huge change, right? And I'm, I'm thinking, what, what, what's that all about, right? Well, that, but I had stitches in, in my leg. So I had an infection in my leg. I was on antibiotics. My leg was swollen. But I had stitches and a shin injury. But it was on that left-hand side. And I just put it down to that. I thought, they've got to be linked, right? It's on the left-hand side. My glands were up. Stitches on antibiotics. Same side. That's all it's going to be. So anyway, went to the physio the next day. And I showed him and he, um, he, he kind of laughed because it, it was quite bizarre when you look at the difference mm. between one was, was so much further down. Really? That, that much? It, yeah, it was, it was really big. But I hadn't noticed it the day before. Right? How, how old were you, Jason? I was 26. And you're 26. Wow. 26. 26, 26. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... The next day, I noticed it had grown again and become heavier. So this was like, these, these weren't just like little small changes. These were like massive changes. So I'd, I think the day before I noticed it, it wasn't there. 
Two days later, it's now like, what, what, what's going on here? So anyway, on the Saturday, we were playing Oxford at home <clears throat> at Portman Road. And um, the, the club doctor came in. And I went down, so I had my socks on. I was in the team and my socks on, doing a massage. And he came in and he said to me, um, you've got a bit of a problem with one of your, with one of your um, testicles. I'm like, yeah, have a look at this. So you're like, Footballs are like, we don't care. Shorts come down, here's a look. And his reaction was worrying. He looked at it, felt it and said, you can't play. Jeez. I'm like, what? Hour and a half, kick off. I'm playing, right? I'm, I'm playing. No, we we got to get you in for a scan tonight. This is on a Saturday, right? Couldn't get me in for a scan on the on the Saturday. I played the game. You played the game. Played. The, he didn't want me. To, yeah, played the game. I felt fine, mm. absolutely fine. <laughs> played the game, but he didn't want me to play. Spoke to him afterwards, and they'd organised the Monday morning, nine o'clock, at a uh, a private hospital in, in Ipswich. Um, it's going to be a scan, right? During the game, there was a moment in the game where the ball went dead, it might be an injury or, or something happened, but the, and my, my mind just left the game for a second. And I remember just what, look at the grass thinking, what, what is this? His reaction wasn't normal. It, it, was a, it was a really, he was worried for me, I could tell. I wasn't worried for me, he was worried for me. Um, anyway, after the game, I spoke to him and he said, we're going to organise it for Monday morning, nine o'clock. So... I was living in London at the time, drove down the A12, turned up at the hospital, nine o'clock on time. And as I, as I pulled in, there were people waiting for me outside the hospital. Like nurses were waiting for me. This is alarm bells for you now, so, surely. So now I'm, yeah, yeah. All, all, there's all, so over the weekend, what, what, I'd, what I'd done, we didn't have the access to the internet back then, but I'd done as much homework as I could possibly do. And it felt like it was going to be testicular cancer. I didn't know that, but it felt like it. Um, was that anyway. based on your doctor's reaction as well? Yeah. Like, did he not. amplify everything by his yeah, reaction? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his job. Yeah. It's his job. He's, it does, he didn't want me to play. He said, we need to get this man now into hospital. Yeah, right? that to, terrifying. To have, to have the scan now. Don't play. And I'm like, no, that's that's just not happening. That's just not happening. I'm playing and I played. We won 1-0, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, In a sit no no. no, 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 no. Just a clean, just take with a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, on the Monday, when when there were, I didn't realise they're waiting for me until until I saw them outside, drove up, parked. As I'm walking in, um, they, they knew they were waiting. Then I realised you're waiting for me, so I walked in. Candy come through, straight through. Like with, this, this was not even like checking in. This is straight through. In you go. Sat down on a bed. I'm in a bed within three minutes of getting up to the hospital. Right, sit sit down a bed. Ultrasound. Right. I'm just starting to feel a little uneasy about that. What's happening around me? No one said anything, but the whole experience of going through this process. Mm. Ultrasound on the on the ball, um, and within seconds, less than less than ten. Yep, this has got to come out, right? Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. By, by that point, Jason, you you were already a father. Yes, I'd, my, my, he's 28 now. Yeah. Uh, Josh, yes, at that time, he would have been, God, you put me under pressure now, four? <laughs> right. Four at the time, something like that. Maybe, but maybe, so maybe the, younger. But maybe you, were, you were told at 26 that one of your testicles is going to have to be yeah. removed. Yeah, yeah, it's got to come. And I said, well, what do, you, what do you mean it's got to come out? He said, well, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a tumour in there. And there's, as soon as you hear the word tumour, yeah. there's only one word you think of. Yeah. 
right? It's cancer. Yeah. And, I, and I asked him the question, could, could this be cancerous? And I, I remember my palms. That, that was the thing that I remember the most. My palms were sweaty. They're going to. Where do, when, whenever do you get sweaty palms? Like mm. that, you don't really. I mean, the rest of your body sweats. But and I said to him, could this be cancer? And he said, yes. So it's got to come out. So I had a conversation with the guys that were doing the, the ultrasound and the doctors that were there. And they wanted to do the operation as soon as possible. So this was the Monday, right? Are you, and this is probably a bit left field, are you even thinking right then about your football career? Is that, is that going through your mind? There was a lot of things going through my mind at that, at that time. I, I, a lot of people, I wasn't worried about dying. That, that thing was not even on my list. Really? No, not at all. Not, not, that, Funny, that was when the, you hear the C word, yeah. that's it's what... Death. Yeah, yeah, synonymous, no, no, you do, you do. You do. You're yeah. scared. Yeah. But that wasn't even on my list of things. There was a number of things that were all jumbling around in, in my mind at the time. And um, they, want, they wanted the operation as soon as possible. They wanted that afternoon. I thought, I, I can't do it that afternoon. So I had to drive back to London. And I remember speaking to... I spoke to my wife. She burst into tears. I spoke to my mum. Dad burst into tears. I spoke to my brother. He laughed. So there was, there was that balance of having a ball removed. But there was that yeah. such a balance between you having a ball removed. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know, yeah. there is that, that, maybe that was his maybe nervous. Maybe you needed that as well. Do you know, Sometimes. You're Rory, you're absolutely right. There was yeah. a definitely an element of the two different between speaking to my wife and my mum and my dad who obviously fear cancer is going to die. To my brother's like, you have a ball removed. I mean, what's that all about? Yeah, Do you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, he didn't mean it in the way that, that, I'm, that I perhaps just said, but he, there was a different reaction, yeah. right? People cope though with, like everybody has a mechanism to receive bad news and, yes. and his mechanism was humour. And and to and to ridicule you because that was the nature of your relationship. Yes, yes. And it, it, he didn't laugh because it's funny. He didn't laugh. Oh, it was one of those what even a what even a ball removed. Yeah. That that was the kind yeah. of reaction. Um, but it was it was huge. My mum and dad. By the time I got back from Ipswich, where I was living in North London at the time, um, um, my, my parents were there. My wife was there. My little boy was there, and there were tears everywhere. And, I, and I'm 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 like wait. This is not a time for tears. This is not where I'm at, right? This is, I understand it. I get it. I understand the fears you have, but I wasn't there. I, I was quite calm and quite... And you were, what, 26 at the time? Yeah. yeah. So young, yeah. man. Yeah, so you're, so yeah. young. You're like the complete opposite. If someone says they've got cancer, fit, young footballer is not what I'm thinking, is yeah. it? Yeah. You're, you're so fit. In terms of, it's so unjust, isn't it? You've looked after yourself. You've, you're an athlete. You've got to the very top of the game, and then suddenly this. How, how did you cope mentally with this news? Well, one, one thing I learned quite quickly, and I think one thing that we all know is that cancer, cancer doesn't care. Totally indiscriminate. They don't care yeah. who you are, your background, your age. It doesn't care. Cancer's cancer, right? And it, it, it will come if it, if, if it finds a place. And then, of course, I learned how it, it spreads and so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, it, it, cancer doesn't care. Colour, mm. doesn't care. Age, don't care. How how long from the doctor saying okay you need to remove mm. yeah so what happened you drove yeah. you were sorry I interrupted you you drive you you found out the news they wanted to do it immediately you then drove back to London to yeah. speak to your family yeah I, I spoke to a lot of people on the phone I was on my own on the way home I wasn't massively surprised how can I word this I wasn't 
but I was, sh- I was in, not shocked. It was one of those, I knew something was up. I knew something wasn't right just by the whole nature of just what the background I've just told you about the doctor, people waiting yeah. for, I knew something was, was not quite mm. fitting the way it should. And by the time I drove home and got home, I had a lot of time to think around the M25 and all that sort of stuff. And I got home um, and then you got the conversation, but I was actually, in a, I wasn't in a bad place. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, hysterical. I, I was, look, I'm fit. But you just you said, you were scared. I was, no, no, huh? no, not, not at all. It was, it was, it was, I felt at the time. Now, if you, if you tell me now I've got cancer, I'll be scared. Right. I'm 53 next week. Um, I know. Look look I don't, mm-hmm. look yeah. But at that time, at 20, you, you feel as, a, as, a, as an athlete, you feel bulletproof. You, everything. you yeah. do, you yeah. do, you do naively, you do think you're bulletproof. And I, my attitude to, to being ill at that time, if I was told the same news now, my reaction would be completely different. Were your teammates supportive? Well, Rory, I, I didn't tell them at the time. So, so it was obviously I had to have the operation. Was removed completely from from the squad. No one knew why. It was obviously a personal and very sensitive topic and situation for me and my, my family. And a lot of the journalists were asking questions. Where's Jason? Why is he not in the squad? Mm. Why why is he he didn't limp off? There's no injury report. They they thought that I'd been done for a drug test. That's yeah. what they thought. I spoke to a lot of journalists at the time. When someone goes dis, just disappears from being in a squad yeah. to not to not even being anywhere they're training. Yeah, yeah. There's red flags, and, right? And so nobody knew. Like that, that, obviously the journalists didn't know because it's a private well, issue, but the teammates, you didn't... Well, so, so what happened? So I went in for the operation on, on, the, on the Tuesday and it took 10 days for the biopsy to come back and the results. Mm. And I knew at that stage that, I, that it was tested cancer. I'd just done enough research. I just knew. I knew. Yeah. So I went to the, um, the doctor and he sat down. I was with my wife. I mean, it's devastating for her um he said unfortunately it, the tumor is cancerous and you've got testicular cancer my wife just absolutely just broke down mm. broke down um and i remember sitting there and sitting there and i'm i didn't I, I wasn't in that area i wasn't wasn't mm. i wasn't there i wasn't that at that stage and i'm like okay how do we deal with this mm. where, where do we go with this how what happens next very I'm not going to die here now, am I? I'm still alive. I played on Saturday two, yeah. day, two weeks ago. Yeah. Had a clean sheet. Had a clean sheet, <laughs> for God's sakes. So where do we go from here? And he was, he, once you know all of the details, once you start to find out about, about, as it spread, that's the first one, right? It was a stage one. So I was lucky. It was in the ball. Because it's in the ball, it didn't spread. It can spread. John Hartson, he had yeah. tested cancer. Yeah. He ignored a lot of the red flags from what I can gather. I don't want to you know, talk on his behalf, yeah. but the, he went through. He went to his brain. He went everywhere, right? And cancer will spread untreated. But on the um, when we were told on the Monday, I had to go back to Portland you're, Road. You're scaring me. You're, you're making me want to check now. Like, I mean, as you're saying, because we don't check. I, I think, I can't I, but think do you not? Do you, I think that luckily, I think that we all we all check a lot without necessarily without knowing checking. we're checking, like the way like you the way you that, checked. Yeah, yeah. I, it was just. But we should check, right? Should, this is something that we well, have to do. Well, this is the this is the mess over the years that, that, that I've done because what what everyone's everyone's balls are, the, are different, right? So you've got to know your own body, and this goes for females as well. Know your own body. What changes are there? 
you'll know your changes because you felt them the day before mm. or, or the week before, or whatever it was. I noticed within, it's like, what is that? How can it be so big, hard and heavy? That It was so, it was like a ball bearing. Mm. I do wonder though, if you didn't have, if you weren't a football team and had a club doctor, I wonder how many guys would go to the doctors. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm. And I'm in, I was in the privileged position that I could go and speak to qualified physios, doctors, mm. on call. Yeah. I, I had them there, you know, and, and I walked in, spoke to the physio. He, I mean, he, he wasn't qualified. That's not his business. And it looked odd. I have to say it looked very odd. But we my message now. See, now you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. now yeah. But no. my message to any, any young man or young woman, any, any changes in your body that you notice... That, that weren't there the day before or the week before, go and speak to someone qualified. I was, I was privileged. I, I had mm. every day doctors and physios. The everyday man doesn't have that. Yeah. He's got to make the effort, especially after COVID, how difficult it is to, get to go and see a doctor. You've got to make the effort. You've got to make a phone call. And now because it's so hard to see someone, there's even more effort and, and you've got to really... So don't ignore it. Do not just accept it as something that might... Like I thought I had stitches and... and the, the infection in my in my groin. Any normal man that plays football on a Saturday or Sunday, that has, he may well say, "Do you know what? It's, I've got that." Yeah, Naively, what I thought. I'm young. I'm fit. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Go and see. A doc- that's they're there to help you. And, and you know, so the the testicle came out. They removed your testicle yep. in your mid twenties, yep. and that left you with one. Yep. How did, how did that, yeah, how did that, uh, like one is enough, isn't it, to reproduce, in terms of the functioning I've of the I've got another story, I'll tell you about that in a second. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm intrigued. I'm but intrigued. in terms yeah, of, yeah. in terms of the recovery, so so one was removed, what's the story from that point on? Did you? So, um, yeah, I woke up that next, after it, it's the most pain I've ever been in. It, it was <laughs> yeah, just, bet, you, yeah. yeah, but it was, <laughs> honestly, I, it was, I, come, I came out of um, a coma and the pain was just unbelievable. And I was on morphine and I went back to sleep. Um, but then after that, the ball's gone, right? So, so, the, so the cancerous ball is gone. Mm. Next step, what is it? Got to have chemo. So then... Well, that's not enough. You like removing I thought that the stopped yeah. everything. No. Why do you need chemo? Because I've got because the because I had cancerous cells in my in my body. Oh mate! So I went for X-rays and the the X-rays re- re- revealed that thankfully it hadn't spread. Mm. It was stage one. There was there was all sorts of other mm. mono, other other um, uh, went through all sorts of scans and so on, and it hadn't spread. But they can't be sure. So what I went through at that time, I went through what was called a trial of what a, a massive blast of chemotherapy. So there was a huge, a big, a bigger amount of it, but one dose. Yeah. So I stayed, so I didn't lose my hair, but I stayed in, so I went to Ipswich 10 days later after I was told it was, it was cancerous. And I went in, intravenous drip, it took maybe an hour, hour and a half to, to, to go through. Um, and it was very odd because where I, in the hospital in Ipswich, we, we were playing at home that night and I'm listening to the game on the radio. Oh. And I'm sitting there listening. And I'm like, I'm having chemo. Mm-hmm. And my mates are you are then thinking about football? Are you yeah, there? Yeah. Oh, thinking about whether you're going to play. You're oh, going through chemo. Like, are I, you thinking maybe not playing again? No. Is that even crossing your mind? No, no I want to get back. I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so this was like in February, right? So I had the chemo in the March. And I, because of the chemotherapy can kill your, um, your sperm, mm. I froze some sperm. 
right? So, I've, so, so I froze it just in case I was only was a young man, yeah. had one child, froze the sperm. So I stayed in hospital for a couple of days. It kills you. The chemo kills you. L- literally, it just... That's what it, it does, doesn't it? It takes you to the brink. Or your energy it sort gone, of wipe, yeah. left. Yeah, it, it, it wiped me out. It, and I was expecting it. And, 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 you know, that was part of what I was expecting to go through. But on the day that I was told it was cancerous, I went to Portman Road and I sat down with the physio, David Sheepshanks, who was the chairman oh, at the yeah. time, and George Burley was the manager. And I had to go in there and say to them, I've got cancer. Right. What, did, is, what did George think it, you were for the last three, four weeks? What's, what's he thinking? Well, we were we were we were in the top top. We were going for promotion at the time, mm. so we're we're like going top of the table, second, third. You know the championship, right? It's a crazy league, mm. right? So we're going for automatic promotion. All I'm thinking of is, can I get back for the end of the season? Mm. Can can I find a way back? Can I get myself back somehow? So eventually, we made it to the playoffs, and I tried to get back into training. Honestly, it, what, what a joke that was. I couldn't run. Couldn't what, move. just because because the chemo had wiped you out yeah, to such a level? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it just absolutely whacked me. To build yourself back up to be an athlete at the very top mm. is, is incredible. Mm. How, how was that journey, to get back? Well, I mean, chemotherapy is a, a, a powerful drug. Right, it's it's got to be because it's got it's got to go in there. Yeah. It's got to kill cancer, right? Yeah. So, so so what happened was I tried to get back for the for the uh, the playoffs. I couldn't. I trained. I wanted. I had. I knew after about ten minutes, I've got no chance. Yeah. Absolutely no yeah. chance. So yeah, it was it was that that was the most devastating. That I cried when I couldn't when I found out that I couldn't get back to to, to playing on that season. That that was the lowest point for me at that time because I'm. I didn't feel ill. I didn't feel ill. I wasn't ill. I was. I was gravely ill, but I didn't feel it. So it, it played. It, so you don't feel sick. You, you feel fit. You feel strong. I played with cancer. Why can't I go back after? Why can't? But it, it was. It was a non-runner. Completely the, non-runner. The reaction from fans, media, yeah, yeah. players. What, what was the reaction? From? Well, obviously, the story. It, something had to be said because I wasn't playing anymore, and I was. I was we, we're now talking like five, six weeks. Right, and I'm like, what's what's going on? Where is he? Yeah. Imagine any player, any club that disappears off the face of the earth, not training, can't. I had journalists phoning me, I couldn't speak to him. Right? Why not, Jason? Because because, because you, it, you it, it was you didn't want no at that, at that time. It just wasn't right. There was a lot of things. I wasn't it wasn't fair to my mum and dad mm-hmm. because there's a lot going on. You know, my my, my wife, my, yeah. my my family, and it's not a shared experience either, is it? Like this is something that's so personal. It's it's incredibly personal wherever on your body it is, but this in particular it makes it. I think it's amplified by the fact that it's your testicles. Yes. Like this isn't a news story. This is very much a personal experience and a traumatic one at that. This isn't something that I'm going to share. For, for no, the time had to be right. The time yeah. had to be right. I had to know all the facts, all the facts before I went public, and all the facts were: can you recover? Right. How do we go about this? What's the next step? How do I move forward? So all of this stuff had to be in place. So I had the chemotherapy. Um, and as I said, it wiped me out. And I went and had checkups later on. Thankfully, it hadn't spread. And I was, was, was given the, not the all clear, that's not quite right, but you, you're, you're, you, you are, you, 
in remission. That's the term, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to then go public. I'd done a, I'd done a piece in a, in a newspaper and told the, my story about what it was, about how it happened. And then all of a sudden, everyone knows now, but they, but they, they know because... I know all the facts mm, and all yeah, the facts that yeah. I've got. I could tell them there was there was there, there were no stories knocking about. But why yeah, yeah. Jason gone? What's happened there? Why was he missing? So all the facts came out, and that was the point where we could actually everyone could move forward. Mm, right, everyone. And then what was the st- then then it's about becoming a footballer to your maximum again. Yeah, trying to trying to get back, Rory. I I. I I, I, it was that, that, so when, when I was going through the, the chemotherapy and I had that, that time off, I, I decided that I was going to just try and live my life, would, would take, would go out. It's amazing. I'd go out for meals every night. Yeah. You're not cooking, right? Yeah. I'm off. I've got, yeah. I've got cancer, right? Right. I'm not, I'm not training tomorrow, yeah. right? Let's go out. Let's just enjoy this. Let's try and enjoy. So we, we done as much as we could when holiday, done as much as we could to enjoy, but got to get back to my career right yeah. so then that came that process where I came back and had the pre-season um, tough tough pre-season did Ipswich get promotion that year no we didn't we lost in the playoffs I know I know I know if only they had Cundy if only the Cundy was, was you scared that the club were going to look at you different no not at all no? they were absolutely magnificent mm. they were magnificent the chairman the fans, the the, the, the players, everyone. You, you, I, I can't speak highly enough of everyone at that club at that time. Would it you was, extend that to football? Well, did you find football as supportive, or was this a specifically well, interesting? Well, you're not a football fan. This is yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, there were a couple of chances about me having one ball. I did open. Yeah, there was a couple of chances. He's only got one ball, but you know, I. I I, it, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. I'm not. I'm not. You know that. That's yeah. that's what football. Um, what about opposing players? No, they were fine. Yeah. Why is he actually? When we played Chelsea in the um, in the League Cup the following season, and someone went down injured, and why is he come up to me? He said to me, "Show, show, show, one ball." <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. I, I love that man so much. I love that man. He came up to me. He's pulling my shorts. Show me, show me, show me one ball. He did. That is amazing. He did. He did. He did. That is amazing. He did. But um, but look, look, everyone, everyone was brilliant. You know, you, you can't joke about that sort of stuff, right? Mm. You can't. You can't joke. But um, yeah, the following season we we played away at I think I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. The, I can't remember what it was, and after about 40 minutes, I could feel I was in trouble, struggling fitness-wise. And after about 15 minutes of the second half, I scored an own goal. Aye. Right? And I remember, I remember it, and it was, it was a cross, and I could just feel, I'm just in all sorts of trouble. And I, I got my, couldn't get there, got a toe in it. Anyway, George, but it, it was the right thing to do. I was in a mile of trouble. He, he, he said, off you come, right? So I went, went in and sat. And I remember sitting in the dressing room, um, Bradford, Bradford away. Yeah. And we were sitting there thinking, oh my God, I am miles away from being fit. Miles, mm. miles away. Um, so if you're struggling at 35, 40 minutes, mm. and then 10 minutes later in the second half, you score an own goal because you're struggling, you know something's not right. Anyway, we had a, we had a, a League Cup game that, that, that the midweek and, and I didn't play that. I trained 
And then slowly but surely, slowly but surely, getting back. I could, I could just feel myself getting back to the engine to that. starting you, up again. You could, and this yeah. this was like three games in, four games in that, that I'm talking about. Um, after about six, seven, eight, maybe two months, I could feel myself back to where I was. So there was no ill effects. I, I wasn't. I, I recovered. That's how I felt. I'd recovered. But was there a cloud? Were you were you worried that it was gonna? Because you, you're not. You're not clear. You're in remission. I'm in remission, yeah. Um, and because I went through this trial period, it was very successful. Um, and it's, as far as I'm aware now, it's still one of, uh, it was pioneering what, what, what I went through. But it, as far as I'm aware, it's still being used now. One big blast. If it's caught at a certain stage, there's so many different layers. Yeah, yeah. No, no one's person's case is the same. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, you said, you said at the start, obviously cancer will find anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at you, you said you're 53, you're so fit still though. Is there a part of you that's, that changed your lifestyle and your eating habits and et cetera, et cetera, because of what happened. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't say that that checks. I was you were, at that time, even though football wasn't what it is today, and the, the, the science yeah. that's behind it, and and the nutrition, and everything. Um, it 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 definitely. Cha- you can't go through that experience without it changing. And I mm. I remember there was a long period where things didn't matter anymore. You know, mm. where's does it matter? What really matters? What really, really, really matters, and I think you, we all go through life experiences, and I, I think it changes us all. Mm. Um, but at th- that time, I, I, I just wanted to be. Once I came out of it, and I and I could feel that I was I was the best I could be. Mm. It was, you know, I, I knew I was I'd recovered at that. Stage. I think it's incredibly courageous and beneficial to everyone else to hear you talk like this. To yeah, but, as but well. I do. But I do feel it's my, my it's my role. I feel like. It, it's my duty to, to talk about it. I'm, I've got no problems talking about it. I'm very open, very honest. I don't have any... I'm not particularly worried about what people think about me. Yeah. I'm actually quite open. And it's my. I believe it's my role to talk openly about this so that young men can hear this story, 
and check themselves. And there's there's also a good story because when, back when I had the, I froze the sperm, I actually fathered another boy, James, who, who works here at Talk Sport. But um, my then wife, we, we split and I'm, and I'm, met a new, a new, a new girl and, and she didn't have children. And three, two years after I retired through a knee injury, um, my oncologist at the time in Southampton said, I want you to go in for a biopsy on the other side, because I think you, there's a chance you could get testicular cancer in the other ball. So I went for a biopsy. This was, so this would have been in 2002 ish. And I went for a biopsy the other ball and it revealed that I was going to get testicular cancer in the other ball as well oh, mate so th there are there are very th this is rare I mean we're talking less than a thousand cases a year in this country that this happens to so the, I had two choices so I had two children you're going to get cancer it's a question of when not if you're going to get it it might happen tomorrow might happen next week, might happen next year, might happen three years, but you're going to get cancer in the other ball again, right? So if you lose both balls as a man, you're in big trouble. Mm. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that goes on. Testosterone, you can only imagine, right? You can only imagine the, the difficulty. So when I was told that, it was a simple choice. So I had radiotherapy in the, in the other ball, so it killed the other ball. So I can no longer now naturally father children. Mm. Fast forward X amount of years, my wife and I split, I meet someone else. Um... And there's some frozen sperm. <laughs> yeah, from a few years what? back. Se yeah. 17 years sitting in the freezer. Is that how long ago it was? And little Leonardo, who's now seven, he's eight next week, was a product of that frozen sperm. Amazing. That's incredible. Amazing. That's incredible. Isn't that, isn't uh, one that second. Crazy? I got some isn't sperm yeah. 17 yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, but you have to. You makes, it makes complete sense. It makes to complete sense. 100%. But I, I didn't know that I was back in... Yeah, but so does, does the other ball, just having had the radiotherapy, it functions? You know, all of the things that you suggested that you, a ball needs to do. The, yes, the it ball, functions. Yeah. But it, it, it produces dead sperm. But it also but, but, produces everything else that it needs to produce yes, to it keep does. your well, hormone levels. I, I'm on, so I have to take a, a gel. So I, there's a gel I've got to take every single day. Mm. It's, it's like putting on deodorant, right? right? So I take a hormone gel. So my hormone levels, I, w I went through a period about three years ago where I was... I changed as a person. I didn't know what was going on. I was in a bad way, bad way personally, anxious, um, found myself nearly in tears over nothing, um, worried about the, the, worried about things. And I, and I, I said, I've I've, this is not right. I've got, I've got to go and find out what's happening here. So I went for blood tests and the blood tests revealed that my hormone levels were off the clock. Mm. They, so where, wherever the hormone levels should be, I, I literally was, at, I mean, I was, I was at the basement. Um, and it took about six weeks of taking this hormone gel. And that, absolute, so that was, a, that was a game changer for me. Right. See, this is a thing, another thing, that I'm happy you mentioned this, that men just won't But this, is, but this is why it's so important. This know. is why it's so important to hear, you know, somebody like you saying this, geezer, footballer, if it's you... It's so much more powerful. Like, if it can happen to you, it can happen to anyone. You're an athlete who's at the top of his game, fit as a fiddle, mm -hmm. playing top-class football mm -hmm. for established clubs, mm -hmm. and you're telling this story. Like, this is, anybody that ever has to deal with this, it's just a lottery. It happens to anyone. Rory, yeah. this, is, this is the thing that, as I said earlier, it doesn't discriminate. Yeah. So it doesn't discriminate. And 
you've got to, if you feel or, or, or there's something wrong. I, I speak to friends of mine now, I'm much older now, of course, but my, my, my mates, and they say, and I speak to them about how you're feeling. And they, oh, look. I say, go for a blood test. Blood tests. Yeah. That might reveal something. Yeah. Don't not react on it. Go and speak. There are people that are getting paid. There are doctors yeah. out there. There's people out there to help. They're getting, that's why the NHS is there. Go and speak to people. Do you know what my missus is doing for me on my next birthday? Genuinely, I don't know. She's <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, she's checking you out. Hopefully that. <laughs> hopefully that. But the other thing that she's going to do is, um, I'm I'm getting an MOT on my body. Like That's so important. She's isn't it? like the present. Effectively, so I'm getting of an age now where I think I could do with a little once over and make sure that everything. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, like, why not do you it? You get your watch done, you get your car done, yeah. you get all, you know, everything else you, you get, get you, you don't get the body done. It's crazy. Yeah. Everything else that. you get, you get, you know, you, you go in and why have it. Why do you think men avoid it so much? Because we, I've got sisters who regularly will go and do their test. They do their smear test as well. They do all of that. But you know what? Men don't I, do anything. I, I think we're getting better though, mate. Are we? I, I, mm. Yeah, I do. So when I first was diagnosed with cancer, I went to a fire station and spoke to the whole group that, that were there, not not just men, but majority of, mm. but there were women there as well. And I went and I spoke to them about, and, and I had a conversation with them, open conversation about why I'm, why don't men talk about it? We don't talk about it because there's this stereotypical type of what man has got to be. He's got to put food on the table. He's got to be the breadwinner. There's the pressures of man having to be the husband, the, 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 the dad. The going provider. Out. And yeah, the provider. And, and things have changed now. We're, we're not living in that same world. Mm. You know, there's, a, but even if you are like that, you can still do this. One hundred percent. Even if even if you are quite 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 traditional in your roles, still get yourself checked out. Yeah. Still talk about these things. It's fine. We we are we are better, right? I've noticed a change in the last 15, mm. 20 years. I, I, you, know, you guys are doing this brilliant show, right? You're doing it there, and and, and people listening to this, it's. It's a it's a great it's a great way to send that message out, but we are getting better. There's that, there's no doubt, but we can still do better. We right? can. We can still do better. We certainly can. Jace, honestly, fascinating. This has been my favourite episode. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank, thank you, you so much yeah. for coming this on. Is, this is this, this is the so father's one. It's close. This could yeah. this could edge it. So transparent, it? so oh, honest. Thank you, thank you very it's much. Been, I, Listen, it's my job to talk. I believe it's my role to talk about these things and you know, get it out there. So. And not many yeah. do, Jason. So I really appreciate you doing it. Oh, for thank us. you, guys. Honestly, thank you. Wow. That's a, an episode of the Men's Room Podcast, isn't it? Thank you so much to Jason Cundit, as always, to my man, Rory Jennings. Remember to download the podcast from wherever you download your podcast from. And if, like me, as always say this, if you want to watch it, you can watch it on TalkSport's YouTube channel as well. Thank you so much once again to Jason Cundit sharing that story. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.